This podcast is brought to you by Initial Influencers, a social media agency helping content creators from all niches grow and work with brands. Head to initialinfluencers.com to learn more and enroll on our influencer program today. Welcome to the Behind the Influencer podcast. I'm Katie, your host, social media manager and coach. At Initial, we are dedicated to bringing content creators up-to-date information, strategies, and behind-the-scenes info from the top. We do this with our influencer program, brand contacts, support, a community, and of course, this podcast. Here, we are going to delve into the people behind the profiles, understand their journey, and discover all the behind-the-scenes tips and tricks along the way. If you're looking to grow your profile, get education, and support, you've come to the right place. Head to initialinfluencers.com or send us a DM at initialinfluencers on Instagram to find out more. On today's episode, I have the lovely makeup content creator, Jess, aka Gelling with Jess on both TikTok and Instagram. We are going to be talking about her life behind the profile, including her journey into makeup, life with Crohn's disease and growing her TikTok following to over 40,000 followers in a relatively short space of time. We talk about how Jess finds the time to fit in content creating and working to deadlines with brands around a full-time career, as well as how to start experimenting with makeup and different things to consider in terms of setup, lighting, etc. if you are wanting to start your own makeup journey on social media. We're going to touch on how to start social media in terms of getting confident with makeup and when you feel everybody's makeup photos are absolutely perfect, how to navigate working with brands in the makeup industry, how to pitch yourself and what to do when you get no response. So without further ado, let's start the episode and welcome Jess. Hello everybody and Katie, thank you so much for having me. That's all good. I'm so glad to have you as the first person on the podcast. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> when you asked me to do this, I was like, stop it. <laughs> so Jess has actually been working closely with us at Initial for over a year now and has really upped her game and worked with a ton of brands in that time. If you're here because you know of me or Initial, then that is fabulous. But if you don't, then we are a social media coaching agency who specialize in Instagram growth and connecting people with brands. So we coach girls on our Ultimate Influencer Program and one-to-one calls on how to excel on Instagram and give them the tools they need to secure collaborations. And we also work doing social media management for businesses and have over five years of influencing and digital marketing experience. So to start with, where did it all start for you in terms of your account and your love for makeup? Oh God, okay, so... I always kind of had a love for makeup. Like I'd always, I'd be one of them people that would buy it, but not have an actual clue what I'm doing. So, <laughs> and I, I like to think that hopefully some of your listeners would be kind of like resonating with that because we yeah. all start somewhere. Absolutely, we all start somewhere. And I used to feel absolutely hopeless. So, I mean, when lockdown one happened in 2020 and we suddenly had all of this absolute free time, I sort of thought to myself, you know what I really want to do in the free time that we do have now is I want to teach myself how to do eyeshadow like a makeup artist would. Eyeshadow has always been my thing. Like that is the main thing I would always buy. Mm. Um, So I basically started uh, watching YouTube videos. Oh, amazing. (laughs) I watched, 
I watched Kaylee Muad, and this is why I like Kaylee Muad is like my main like person. That she's the reason why I started because her tutorials on YouTube when she did do them was so like in depth, so easy to follow. And that's kind of how I sort of half taught myself. Funny enough, it was actually one of my friends that started doing TikTok in lockdown. Um, and she mentioned it to me. So she was like, I think she came over, she stayed with me. And she said, look, look, look at TikTok. Look at these videos I'm making. Because she had quite a big following like already. And she'd only been on it like for a month or so when she told me about it. And I will shout her out, Chelsea. She'll love that. Um, <laughs> It was Chelsea. Chelsea's the reason that I started. And I think I think I created my account in either February or March of 2020, but didn't really do anything with it. And then I thought, well, okay, so if I'm going to teach myself how to do makeup, in air quotes, for no one that can actually see me, um, I thought, why don't I try and make some TikTok videos and actually document the makeup that I'm doing? Because I thought, well, like I say, we all start somewhere. I literally started it just for fun. Can we just please bear this in mind? And then eventually it escalated very fast, like very, very fast. <laughs> uh, I think that's so good that you started it. Like you say, you started it for fun though, because you, I say this every, all the time with Instagram and stuff, but there's got to be some sort of enjoyment and it so comes across in the content that you put out that you can tell that you love, you love what you're doing and you're enjoying doing it because you know if you don't enjoy doing it and it's like a mundane like boring thing for you to be doing it's going to come across in your content no matter what niche you're doing whether you're you know doing fashion you're doing whatever it's going to come across but I love how you said that about eyeshadow because honestly eyeshadow is one of the things that I just cannot crack I don't know if anyone <laughs> listening can relate to this but I just find eyeshadows so you can do a little you know a tiny little smoky eye but that's as far as it goes I'm not dabbling with anything else I look like I've got a black eye <laughs> <laughs> stop it you know what that is literally that was me when I started because what you will very quickly learn is yes you can watch all these YouTube videos and like, like I say Kaylee really really did help me like start but her, even though she has hooded eyes like mine, I've got the worst hooded eyes in the whole entire world. Like, I've basically got no space in between my brow and my eyelids. So, like, everything gets hidden. And you really do, when you practice more and more and more, you really do find what works for your eye shape. And just for a tip for anybody that would like a tip, if you go wrong, get a really light shadow and just blend it out and it will disappear. There you go. There's your little tip. Oh, I love that. I'll be using that one because I've that in my life. So what does your your daily life look like, I guess, behind that, behind the profile? Obviously, that's what we're, we're talking about. What does your daily life look like? like what, is your, what is your day job? How do you find the time to fit in creating content? Because I know a lot of girls struggle with actually having the time to do that. So what is your structure yep. behind that? And have you got any tips for someone who's struggling to find the time? Yes. Oh my God. Absolutely. So what my normal week, I'll do it over a week. So I have a full-time job in the gas industry. Would you absolutely believe, which is completely different to what I'm currently yeah. doing on social media. <laughs> um, but I'm in procurement in the gas industry. So I do Monday to Friday. I am quite fortunate that I am allowed to kind of mix up my hours. So right. I and this is why I, I kind of work very early in the day. 
I work from home in the minute again so that's a bonus because I don't have to travel to work yes. I get up at seven I log on my laptop at half seven I finish at half three because I do an eight hour day that's kind of like the normal for me mm-hmm. um, and that happens Monday to Friday when I would fit makeup in is mainly the weekends so Saturday and Sunday and I know what the listeners are probably thinking but girl you're doing seven days a week when you love doing <laughs> makeup and stuff, the time at the weekend, you don't really realise it's like going and I'm, I have so much fun with it that I just don't even notice I'm also working a seven day week technically. Um, I do also sometimes work makeup around um, after work time as well. So normally what I'd do is I'd finish work. I'm very fortunate to literally live over the road from my gym. So it takes me two minutes to walk there. I'll then do my workout hour and a half later, two hours later, I'll come home. And then if I know that I've got like a deadline to hit with like creating content for a bat brand, et cetera, then I will do makeup like after work. Now, the way I try and do it now at the minute is if I've got a collaboration with a skincare brand, for instance, I'll actually do that as like a nighttime routine and do a little video for it. So that's the content done for that brand. And then I kind of try and leave my makeup stuff to the weekend. So any tips for anybody that does have a full-time job like me, I understand this, you know, I am very fortunate with my hours and stuff. And if you aren't, the only thing I can say is if you really want to make it work, you will absolutely make the time. So for instance, if you did 10 a.m. till 6 p.m. as an eight-hour day or even 8 p.m. as a 10-hour day, because that's what you have to do at your shift, you could make a few quick videos, get up at seven, make a few quick videos, even if you're traveling to work, you can still do it. So you will always have some hours to fit it in. It's just, are you willing to do that and take up your time? to make that content yeah making making that time I love how you've you know you have got some sort of structure there that you've you know you've got you've got a plan I'm guessing do you batch create stuff sometimes as you tend to do one look I guess it's a little bit harder maybe because obviously if you've got makeup it's not like quickly changing outfits or things like that it's slightly different um so <laughs> try and do like if you were going to do a weekend would you try and get a couple of looks done and obviously I guess you can then do a static like picture post you can then do video content for reels or tiktok with the look so I guess you yeah. can do a couple of bits of content in a way with the one look so for me <laughs> and I think it's just because of uh like because I've got Crohn's disease and we'll talk about that a bit later I think won't we Katie yeah. but I have got Crohn's disease and I find it very difficult some days to like I can do makeup so for instance I can do makeup but then after I'm like completely like wiped out after I've taken it all off showered and all that good stuff um so for me I do I try and do at least one look I don't think I've actually made it to be able to do one two looks in one day yeah so that's why I do it over Saturday and Sunday because I know <laughs> I just know and it always happens I do one look it could be literally a simple smoky eye nice skin but I still feel wiped out afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless people you. do do it. And I absolutely take my hats off to them. And people do full creative, like skull, clown, one after the other. And I'm just sat there like, how are people doing this, <laughs> literally? 
I'm just, How do people honest, do this? I don't want to keep it on for a little bit. I'd be like, Jesus, this just took me hours. I'm hours. For like an hour at least. And then I'll take it off. Not going to wipe it off straight away and go to the next one. Jesus. <laughs> I was that gonna, is what I do. <laughs> I was going to ask you, obviously, I know you have Crohn's disease and I'm sure a lot of people listening probably won't won't know that you have Crohn's disease or they might not know anything about Crohn's disease so could you tell us a bit more you know about what that what that means for you what that is and how it affects you I guess as a as a creator as well I know you obviously just spoke about it a little bit there for anybody that doesn't know Crohn's disease is an inflammatory bowel disease so it's in the same family as ulcerative colitis um with Crohn's disease it's invis- it's completely invisible <laughs> like completely invisible and for me I get diagnosed with Crohn's disease until part of my large bowel was completely and I don't want to say riddled but that's the only way I can explain it so what that means for me is you get so many different symptoms they come they go um yeah. When I have a flare up, I can have, I can feel sick or I can actually physically be sick. <sighs> bloating is a really big thing. I always get bloating, even if I've not got any pain. Uh, abdominal yeah. pain is a big one. Um, before, when, before I was diagnosed, I, I think I laid, I think I laid for six months on the sofa because my, I, no, I hadn't abdominal pain every day from the moment I woke up the moment I went to sleep that's so, really, really tough so now you've obviously got your diagnosis you know is there is there anything you can do like if you obviously are in that position do you have treatment for that or is it just you know is there something to manage it so yeah so I take I have treatment so I have um what they call Humira injections mm-hmm. um it's actually called a really long name that I can never pronounce but in short it's called Humira um, I self-inject yeah. once every two weeks. Some people that are really bad with their symptoms, I think inject can inject up to twice a week. Wow, yeah. So See, there is a lot of medication out there for like people that are like struggling. See, I've obviously seen you post stuff about Crohn's sometimes in your content and with your content and on your pages but I didn't actually have any idea that you you were doing that. Like, I didn't know that you were, you know, injecting yourself every other week. Like that's, that's brave. And that's like a bold thing. And, you know, you're living with that behind the scenes and a lot of people wouldn't know that about you. And yeah, obviously I'm really glad that you've got, you've got something that is making you more comfortable in that position. I know you did your fundraising for that with makeup looks last year. And what Mm -hmm. was like the motivation behind Oh yeah, absolutely. So the motivation behind that was before, like, you know, for cancer and stuff like that, I've done like the war kit. This was all before I was diagnosed, bearing in mind. And then I was diagnosed in 2015. It just kind of all went downhill from there. And with my condition, like, sorry, this may be a bit too much info for everyone listening. So I'm really sorry. But <laughs> um, one of the symptoms is like urgent toilet trip. I thought to myself, I don't want to put like, stress on myself having to go to like a massive park that's got no facilities yeah and sense. try and raise money because I know I want to raise money for Crows and Clytus UK Crows and Clytus UK is like the main UK um charity 
and they really really help with trying to find like an overall I don't think there's ever going to be a cure for us but they really are trying to find like the next best step and then I thought well I mean I'm doing makeup and at this point I've not I'd not had the following that I've got now because it was like a year ago that I did it but I still have quite a bit of following and I thought why don't I just do makeup looks inspired by Friends and Clients UK but actually that I then decided I'm going to do the makeup looks this time around to raise money that tells my story especially because the power of the internet's crazy and people from all over the world can like see this and donate yeah you don't know where your videos are and you're just mad you know from the comfort of your 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 home and you're doing it with something that you love and sharing your story at the same time that's amazing um the one question I was going to ask you because I think it really sticks out on your profile is that your pictures and your videos and your reels and your tiktoks are all very bright they're all I I always pinpoint this when I'm looking at someone's profile but content is so important and I just wanted to ask you as I was curious how do you shoot your content do you have a setup like what's your you do you swear by your lighting what kind of backdrop do you look for how do you keep it so fresh and clean okay so my secrets (laughs) so my I mean lighting is key 100% lighting is key um believe it or not though I only have one big ring light I would like to (laughs) it basically sits right in front of my face um which is why I want to to have like one side and one side so that it can kind of hit me at all angles um but yeah at the minute I have one big ring light it's a newer ring light everyone raves about them that I is- got mine on Amazon for anybody that w- that is interested and is listening. I've got the new ear ring light as well. And that's what I was shooting with. Obviously, yeah, not makeup stuff, but obviously fashion stuff. I if I'm shooting at home, my ring light is always out because it just makes such a difference. It's such a key staple, I think, if you're gonna you're wanting to up your content game. You, you know, it yeah. is an investment. I think they're about 75 pounds or something like that. The on their yeah, right. Some- I think um, I got mine when it was like 60. <laughs> yeah, I think they have gone up in price. Like I think they're around 75 mark, but you know, they last forever as well. Don't they? They do, you know, you just plug them in and you're off and it just makes such a difference. And I don't know if you notice this, but I feel like it kind of smooths everything as well. Like your skin, like yeah. it, it does make a difference, doesn't it? Having, obviously if you've got down lighting and you're taking a picture in general, it's not flattering. Whereas well, if you've got a ring light and it's shining directly at you and it's the exact right light, you know, it's just much more flattering. It does actually smooth everything out a little bit. Yeah, and it's it's because the light bounces off. Like for me, for makeup, it will bounce off the makeup. So if, you ever, if anybody ever sees my pictures and thinks, oh God, that highlight's really bright, it is genuinely because the light is bouncing off it mine came with like the front panels so um the panels in front of the lights so I've got warm ones and I've got cold ones and I prefer the kind of cold white light especially Mm -hmm. for makeup because sometimes with warm light and another tip for anybody that's listening that is interested with makeup for me I want the colors that I've done like eyeshadow eyes or like the paint I've done to really pop and I find that the warm like the warm light kind of dulls it down and I don't like that whereas yeah. the white light with the white panels really bring out the colour I've never <laughs> thought about it like that actually I've never thought about obviously how 
the different lights can actually affect the, the look of like when you're doing makeup and stuff I've never thought about that and you know back to I guess we haven't really spoken about it yet but to, on the TikTok scene, what made you jump on TikTok? Like, obviously, I know you spoke about it earlier and you said that your friend Chelsea was like, look at TikTok. Um, <laughs> but when, so when did you jump on that? Was that like a couple of years ago? When did you start? And what have you what have you done to be able to get such growth, I guess? When I started doing makeup, I didn't start TikTok straight away. So, yes, I created my account quite early on when Chelsea said to me, you absolutely need to get on it. But I was a bit like, oh, what content am I going to do? Oh, these are videos. And at this point, I never made a video in my whole entire life. Can I just put it out there? I, I had no idea. And I thought, how, like, how am I going to learn how to use TikTok? I've seen Chelsea and Charles, and she's going to love this as well. She literally showed me how to like crop videos, how to record them on TikTok. It's so super easy. And once you get used to it, it's literally like clicking your fingers and you can just do it. Even though I started practicing makeup in around March 2020, I then didn't actually start recording until around April or May. Um, and the reason for that was because, obviously, as you can imagine, and for anybody listening, I hope you can resonate with this as well, is whenever you want to start something like this and you see other people on social media, all their pictures are absolutely goddamn perfect and their makeup's insane and you're like, hold on I'm just starting like I feel a bit like oh no my skills aren't as good as that is everyone gonna like it mm -hmm. so I kind of stopped myself from doing it straight away because I thought I can't even blend eyeshadow at this but I couldn't even blend <laughs> eyeshadow properly at this point so I get like a load of glitter and stuff like from shrine like the gypsy shrine they're so good yes they go all around the world doing festivals and stuff but you can buy it to have it in your home so yeah. I got there um school face jewels and then added extra jewels and kind of did it all over my face painted myself to a skull recorded it on tiktok lo and behold would you believe everyone loved it ah <laughs> uh, love that so it just kind of went a bit viral yeah and do you do you recycle your videos from like tiktok to instagram reels now because obviously instagram reels are blowing up and they are the thing of this year um but obviously we all know that well actually not everybody knows because I still see so many people doing it um but the, that Instagram does not push videos that have the TikTok watermark on them oh, do not post mm -hmm. with the TikTok watermark and there are actually apps that you can download to get rid of it and there's a website as well snaptick.app yeah so do you do do you do that or do you record it like before you post it kind of thing or what's your what's your strategy with that or do you do you film stuff in instagram reels as well separate um you're probably gonna hate me now that i'm gonna say this katie my secret for my tiktok videos and putting them into reels so i do put my tiktok videos into reels i don't do all of them otherwise i bore everyone with the same look all the time <laughs> um i screen because i've got an iphone i screen record mine or before you post yeah and yeah. then I'll crop, obviously, the bits. So when I screen record, there's a bit at the start that obviously I don't want in the video. The bit at the end where I've kind of stopped it recording. So I'll crop them in bits, put it in reels, and then I'm done, basically. Just write a caption, tag my brands, done. Yeah, <laughs> love that. I think some people don't realise as well, like, if obviously the app side of it and the website is super cool if you want to repost something you've already put up. But I think a lot of people forget that, you know, if you before you post it, you can actually grab it 
there before it has got that watermark on it and then that's a perfect opportunity yeah. to just post it do you find it crazy when you look back and see how far you've come and would you ever have thought for example that you'd be getting PR packages from you know Laura Mercia or look fantastic I mean you've literally messaged me to say you've won look fantastic's affiliate competition or like the other week you said you got money for an affiliate program for being the top earner or whatever it was it's actually wild oh my god never in a million years <laughs> when I started like I said earlier like I started this for fun I did not ever think that people would actually like my stuff <laughs> to um, want to follow me <laughs> and to get the following that I have now and say like TikTok is my main platform because that's where my main following is but I never in a million years thought that I'd get noticed by L'Oreal Paris. Can we please, can I just put that in there? Who want to send me skincare <laughs> and create content with their skincare. What, yeah. Who am I? I don't even know who I am anymore. They reach out to you as well, right? It's not. So, L'Oreal Paris reached out to me. Um, a few of the brands have as well. Pop Sockets, they were one of my first brands that I started working with. And they reached out to me. So actually, I was posting with PopSockets. I've used PopSockets on my phone case for as long as I can remember because I drop my phone all the time. So, <laughs> And this is not a sale, by the way. This is not an ad. <laughs> I got them because I kept dropping my phone. And I kept smashing my screen and, oh, my God, whatever. So when I started buying them, I started tagging them, like, in my fitness content that I did before I started doing makeup. Um, and then they liked my stuff. They created their ambassador program and then they emailed me saying, Jess, we kind of want you on here because we kind of like your Instagram photos. I was like, are you guys crazy? Okay. Um, and I've been working with them for two years now. It's oh, so crazy. Like I never in a million years thought I'd get PR packages, even from like the likes of like Allure and, oh my God, who else have I had PR packages from? <laughs> so many people. Like I can't believe it. Matching it and you know I love how you say that about obviously how you started out by tagging pop sockets because it's so important I think to already kind of be showcasing a little bit I guess it doesn't necessarily need to be for a specific brand but I find really frustrating at the moment is sometimes you'll get people that are desperate to work with brands and they're you know wanting to jump on it or they they come to initial when they're part of the program and they're like oh I want to collab with this this and this but their content doesn't resonate with that brand and they're not showcasing what they can actually give to that brand so obviously if I'm going to then put them forward for a collaboration opportunity I can't do that because I've got nothing to showcase do you know what I mean the brand's going to look yeah. at your profile and just be like well we don't know what she can give us so I love that and obviously tagging brands and stuff is so such a good way for getting exposure just getting out there a little bit and getting noticed and I think also brands do communicate with each other it is funny yeah 100% you know they do interlink like I remember collabing with Pretty Little Thing and I always collab with them for such a long time and then I started getting I got I got the um Beauty Works Pretty Little Thing waiver sent to me as like a it just turned up out of nowhere on my doorstep and I was like oh this is like you um and they were just you know sending it out and just sending like little PR boxes out for the before the launch and then I started working with Beauty Works going forward from that. And I'd never had any communication with Beauty Works, but obviously they do talk and they do all talk to each other. So what, what would you say is the best thing for, what would you advice would you give to someone 
to you know be, for somebody who wants to be working with brands especially in in the makeup scene oh okay so and Katie you'll already know this and I know that you give this advice all the time but 100% understand your own niche mm-hmm. if you understand your own niche and what you're bringing to your social media then the brands that you want to collaborate with and you want to start working with can see that from the content that you create and so as long as you know what what you want to get across in your content then I don't want to kind of sound like it'll just all come to you but it it will (laughs) brands will start noticing especially if you for instance you're starting out you have a be perfect palette for instance for eyeshadow and you have like the NARS foundation mac concealer if you put all that on your face and you do a really nice like smoky eye or if you do a really creative like oh, I'm going to do a school look with like eyeshadow all over my lips etc etc and you tag each one of the brands actually they'll go oh you know that that's quite different and that girl's got quite good talent actually oh I think I think we'll have to think about like putting her on our like PR list or maybe we want her to create some content and give us some paid work etc like it will come to you yeah um, I know some brands I have reached out to myself because I use them all the time and I'm like I'm literally just naturally alg- like amalgamating their stuff into my content I'll shoot my shot the worst they can say is no right yeah if they say no then fine if they do and say yeah then I mean that's that's mad and insane and it's amazing yeah you've got nothing to lose with reaching out either have you you know and I know we help you with initial with what what to say and you know who to reach out to sometimes but you know it's so important to shoot your shot because like you say the worst thing they can say is no or not reply which is super annoying but as you can imagine obviously some people get so many emails in their inbox that it must just be impossible to keep up with um but yeah do you feel reaching out is is important as well yeah 100 percent. because as much as I like to say yeah I've had this brand contact me and this brand has contacted me actually sometimes I physically reach out myself because I've gone well I really I think I can bring a lot to your table and you have to explain that to them in the email as well like you have to kind of say this is what I can give you this is what I'm currently doing and actually in future this is kind of like my vision of what I kind of want to do with the products that I'm using I've already got some of your products already but I really would like to try this and I've got this amount of following and I get this amount of engagement rate over Instagram and TikTok all of that compiled together makes a really really good proposal for a brand and I mean like you say the worst I can say is no if anybody ever not doesn't get a response because I know how it feels especially when you're starting out and you're thinking oh, I know I have got good talent and I can give you a lot if they don't respond to you please don't take it personally because it won't be because your content's rubbish and it won't be because you haven't got talent and it won't be because someone else is better than you that is not what it is at all whether you're doing makeup fashion gym fitness doesn't matter no one is better than you it will just genuinely be because they're so inundated yeah with other other emails (laughs) no that's a really important point I think it's important to note as well if you don't initially get that response you can always send it again 
like don't be afraid to obviously please don't go and send them an email every single day of the week but you know (laughs) you know it's, it's a new month it might be the next month you can send them an email again or you can follow up on the initial email that you've sent and just check you know check in and say I just wanted to like like see if you got my email above you know you can follow that up and try again and one thing that I always say is really good a good way to to be reaching out is to try and reach out at the beginning of a month rather than the end of the month because often even if it's you know a brand on it on a gifted basis they do have a budget for gifted content so they might have a budget you know of stuff that they can send out and if you're contacting them I mean even more so on a paid perspective you know if you're contacting them at the end of the month they are going to have genuinely used up that budget I didn't know that See, learning something new every day. Yeah. Now so, I know. <laughs> tip, I would definitely recommend trying to get in there the earlier side of the month rather than the end. Because they, you know, like I say, they might have chosen all their influencers they're going to work with for the month. They probably would have used all their paid budget. You know, they genuinely will have probably used that by that point if it's further in the month. Obviously, they can put you forward maybe for the next month or something like that. But just getting in there at the beginning of the month is like a little little tip that I would just throw in there but the one thing that I was going to ask you actually which I was really interested in was how do you deal with like you say there obviously that's really good advice that you're putting out and saying don't take it personally how do you deal with the confidence side of things because I feel myself that makeup can be a bit daunting especially when it's like really creative looks and the transitions as well and the videos often have to be fun and interactive how do you feel like you you just get on with it have you got any tips on that because for me if I was gonna like the thought of doing even like a Halloween makeup look just gives me anxiety I can't I can't do that I would just look like I've been punched in the face there's no black eyes here with makeup (laughs) you actually make a black eye with makeup then that's a different story um it's a really hard one because for me just get on with it I literally just get on with it it. if you want to try it you don't have to bear in mind people anyone that's listening you don't have to record it you can literally do a trial run of like and you can even start as little as like I don't know, pretend like doing, using a bit of liquid latex to create like a wound or something that, yes, sounds a bit more SFXy and it's not like face paint. Or you can kind of do a half face of a skull with paint. Like you can always just try it. You don't have to record it. You don't have to photograph it. But actually, if it turns out all right, could actually then, and this is another tip for people that are just starting out, you could record the finished thing on TikTok and just re-record the first part of the video when you've got no makeup on. I've never thought about that. You could literally film the after <laughs> transition. I've never thought yeah. about it like that. And then you can just do the beginning transition because I find it so fascinating. And I love that, you know, you've just ran with it. Now you're doing all these creative looks. And, you know, I love that about your your pages because it's just you never know what is coming with your content sometimes. And it'll honestly just be like your little face pops up and you just turn your head or something and the transition is like boom and then you just got this crazy like full skull makeup and I'm like wow like I was not expecting <laughs> that. so yeah you've just ran with it and I love that obviously you're enjoying it that's why you're you've gone into that creative makeup side of it exactly like I don't know how to explain it like I don't know it brings me joy <laughs> and that's not trying to be cheesy it just brings me joy 
And if you do want to try something different, especially when you are creating makeup content, like I say, you can just try it on a day off that you've got some free spare time. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But like I say, we all start somewhere. And if you find that while you're doing it, you do enjoy the more creative side of makeup, keep practicing. That is literally how I am where I am now. And I like that you said that, Katie, because that actually makes me feel a bit like, ah, because you don't know what you're going to get with my content. And I've never looked at it like that. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what I like. I think that's that's what I like. That's what keeps people hooked as well. And I love that, you know, obviously you're using a lot of your content now and reels are flying and a really good thing to be jumping on and you're utilizing that 100% on Instagram and you're just showing as well that you know obviously your TikTok is a big platform for you but you're showing as well that you are working with brands on both platforms and you're just showing that you don't need a huge amount of followers on Instagram to get started you know you can jump on TikTok jump on that cross promote yourself be on both you know which is what I always say to clients as well it's about the content um and one thing I was going to ask you as well a big question and I don't know if you're going to be able to answer it what is your favorite collaboration that you've had oh man but there's so <laughs> many um can I say more than one am I allowed <laughs> maybe two I have to say one just one okay two um okay oh no I don't know now Laura Mercier, Shiseido, um, they they reached out to me for Halloween last year and said, nah, like, basically the email was from Shiseido, but they said, Shiseido, Nas, Laura Mercier, we're all collaborating together and we want to send you some gifts and we'd like you to use it in your content. We'd like to see what Halloween looks you create with it. I got, and the parcel that I received, yes, I cried. I cried for anybody that's listening. Yes, I cried, because it's crazy. I got so much stuff that from Nas, Laura Mercy, and Shiseido that I, one I'd never, never used before. Um, but I also got a top of my Laura Mercy translucent powder that I absolutely, oh my God. I love it that. It is my, my holy grail. I like to think I like to think I'm not bad at makeup but like I say I cannot do the creative side but I can do like very soft glam or like day-to-day looks quite well and Laura Mercier translucent powder is my ride or die as well I totally agree with you there that is what like my main one I am going to say second one because I absolutely have to I can't not now I want a three I'm going to now I'm going to say three (laughs) she's breaking the rules she's breaking the rules I'm sorry um L'Oreal Paris definitely won 100% skincare and they have agreed to like send me stuff all year as well which is just mad uh, that's crazy it's crazy and uh make a revolution I'm just put that in there <laughs> make you a revolution must, 100% you must have such a little collection and the last final question that I wanted to ask you Instagram or TikTok and why TikTok yeah just because I can be not because of the following that I've got it's because I feel like I can be my weird self completely over there whereas sometimes with Instagram I feel like you have to be aesthetically pleasing (laughs) and I'm not I'm not one of those people (laughs) I'm definitely not that's interesting though that you say that because I actually I haven't really looked at that because I feel like almost from a, a grid point of view as well your TikTok grid doesn't necessarily need to be 
that aesthetic whereas well if you look at somebody's Instagram profile it's very very visually orientated and you know people do pay attention as soon as they come to your profile they pay attention to that visual but I guess with TikTok obviously people are going to find you from your videos and from the explore page so it doesn't matter as much exactly while you still do have like a grid per se on TikTok the thing is what's good about TikTok is the front cover that you use and again for anybody that hasn't used TikTok and is interested you can go throughout your video and choose a part of the clip that you want to use as the cover. So I always choose a part where I'm either showing a product, if I'm promoting a product in my content, or I'm showing my makeup look that I've done at the end. Because then when people actually click on the video, they'll see at the start, I didn't look like that at the start, if that makes sense. And I've kind of, they've, I've taken them through the journey of how I've got there, whether that be, I've got no makeup on the start. Suddenly I do a transition and I've got the makeup on. Or like I do like to do sometimes is do a full tutorial or a little tutorial on how I did my eyes um, and then kind of had the end result at the end. Yeah. And I can be my weird self, like, especially with the sounds and stuff that I choose. I always choose music that I like or there's like a sound that is going viral at the minute that 100% a good tip as well. If you're starting on TikTok, choose a sound that is trending. Because if you choose a sound that is trending, more people will see it on their Explore page and View page. Right. And, and are, they, are they the ones that you would see on your homepage for somebody that's listening? Are they, yeah. when you open TikTok and you've got the trending hashtags and trending sounds, they're the ones that you want to be jumping on the sounds on that page that TikTok are putting forward for you? Yeah, 100%. I've always got a trending sound on my For You page on TikTok. Mm. Now, I do make a few extra that I don't have trending sounds on because I'm doing like a little skincare take off my makeup with me video. And that's because I try and use a sound like that that's like calming and relaxing and you want to feel calmed while I'm taking my makeup off. And you could take your makeup off with me if that makes sense. So like I'd start with using trending sounds and then the more you grow and the more you kind of get on you can just do a little extra video here and there with the not so trending sound but make it really cute really fun interactive yeah oh I love that it's really interesting that you say that actually about the covers I've never thought about it like that but I guess from a makeup perspective as well if you're showing them the end product and then they're clicking on it they're gonna want to watch through to see how you got to the end product and also just to see the end product itself that they've clicked on so that's a really interesting point actually and a good tip because I've never never thought about it like that so I'm sure other people will find it interesting as well but thank you so much for coming on today this has been really insightful and I hope that everybody has you know taken something away from who you are behind your TikTok profile and your Instagram profile and also obviously taking away a few tips and tricks for anybody who's interested in doing makeup and also interested in jumping on TikTok 100% thank you so much for having me I've loved it it's been so good and I hope everyone does find it helpful you guys go give her a follow I'll pop her details in the description we will see you back here next Thursday for the next episode thank you so much for listening make sure you connect with us over on Instagram at initial influencers and if you're looking for help with your social media be sure to get in touch